Welcome to the Loveland Libcast, the official podcast of the Loveland Public Library. Joining me today for this episode of the Loveland Libcast is Beth, the children's services manager, librarian, <laughs> the, the one in charge of children's services. Beth, thank you for joining the Loveland Libcast. Thank you, Daniel, for inviting me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and we- you didn't pronounce my last name. <laughs> I, <laughs> I found that most people do not want their last names oh, in the introduction. I just thought because mine was difficult that you didn't want to try. <laughs> I, when I recorded with Jay, I jumped in with some author names that I had no idea <laughs> how to pronounce. So, That's me uh, today, yeah, too. And, and I didn't even clean it up in editing. I just said, you know what? I. It's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for being on this episode. We are going to talk about winter wonder lights and on december 4th what's happening at the library some holiday stuff and then things that are going on december january maybe. right right um the holidays are upon us that's right yeah they <laughs> they are here they it's are that here. halloween slingshot where <laughs> i was at a restaurant downtown this morning having breakfast and there was a christmas tree and i said i can't look at it i can't look at it yet <laughs> If you don't look at it, then it's not. Yeah, it's it's ju- not that near. It's it's just an evergreen. Yeah, it's exactly. Just there. Fully decorated. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing people are are ready because yeah, there's, it's here. There's stuff going on. I yeah, know. it is. We're we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but this is going to come out right after the Monday after Thanksgiving, right. and this is a little bit off of schedule. Hopefully, people don't mind, but we're. We're going to be talking about stuff that people probably want to... Things that are going on in the community. Yeah, yeah. That, that people want to learn about, and the earlier the better. Right. So this is right. uh, this is an extra special episode. A holiday <laughs> That's <right>. special. <laughs> so um, when, when did you come to the Loveland Library? When did you start here? I came December 5th, 2007, so almost 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I've been here that long in the Loveland community. And my husband uh, took a job at Colorado State University. He's a history nerd. <laughs> I think it's okay to say that. Sure. If you can find out and then tell yeah. me and I'll edit it out if it's not okay. <laughs> He'll be fine with that. Oh, all right. So um, he got a job at CSU and we moved out here from Memphis, Tennessee with a brand new baby and an elementary age child. And we're still here living the Colorado life and it feels like home. Yeah. Yeah. And 15 d- years later. Were you working at a library in Memphis? In you? Memphis, I was a school librarian. Okay. I worked in Bartlett, Tennessee at a middle school there that had 1,200 students and they would see me every two weeks, each student. And I loved it because I had the holidays off and the summers off, but 
my book budget was only four thousand dollars for oh wow for uh twelve hundred students yeah. and you can't buy anything. And I know people get tired of hearing this, but for a school librarian, you have to have so many books in your collection for accreditation. And so I couldn't get rid of the really outdated nonfiction books. I had to have them in the collection. And so it was not the best collection ever, but it was super fun being a school librarian. And then when I moved out here, I was able to take like the first six months to just get settled with a child in school and then with a new baby. And um, this position came open. It was a teen position. And back in the day, it was before the remodel. So the teen division was one tiny corner of uh, <laughs> Loveland Public Library. And I worked with the children's staff. And then um, when our director at the time, Ted Schmidt, said, we're raising money to build, to, oh, enlarge the library. We'd like you to create the teen space for Loveland Public Library. So that was super fun. And then, you know, uh, after the expansion, and I spent a few years there, there were only two of us on staff and teens. And I think the library's open like 64 hours a week. So we have lots of help keeping it staffed and open. Thank you, staff of Loveland Public <laughs> Library. And then after a few years, I decided I had the opportunity to move to Children's, and that's where I'm at now currently. And I've seen lots of changes there due to the pandemic and early retirements. And, you know, story time looks totally different. Programming looks different. It's just... A unique time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you? So was so you started in in school libraries? Is yeah, that, and, the, and then I was made a the transition teacher. to public. I taught middle school English in South Louisiana, and I got sick of grading papers <laughs> on the weekends and evenings. And in Louisiana at the time, because I went back in 1995. Were you alive then, Dana? I was alive then. Were you two? <laughs> I was 11. Oh! <laughs> I could have been one of your students. <laughs> so um, in 1995, I decided there was a critical shortage in the state of Louisiana for librarians, school librarians. And so I was able to go back and get a second master's in library science free of charge. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, d I completed the 39 hours at Louisiana State University. Go Tigers! <laughs> <laughs> I love the Tigers. Um, and that's G-E-A-U-X. Right. Go Tigers, go. <laughs> so I went to library school there and focused on uh, school librarianship. And then when I got out, I had to pay back to the state of Louisiana so many years. I can't even remember um, for my master's. And I ended up being a school librarian in East Baton Rouge Parish because um, we don't have counties in Louisiana. We have parishes. And so I was in East Baton Rouge Parish at a lovely school. And my principal had a newborn at the time. And my principal loved babies. <laughs> and so um, my daycare providers mother passed away. There is a point to the story. And so my principal said, well, just bring Sammy over. And so for two weeks, he got to hang out in the library. <laughs> it was a small school. But yeah, that was back in the day. So that was nice. And then my husband graduated with his PhD from LSU. That's where I met him. And we ended up in Missouri. Oh, wow. For five years in a small town where everybody knew my name. <laughs> it was so small. And then uh, we went went to Memphis and from Memphis to Fort Collins. So, and yeah. Loveland. So that's where we're at. Yeah. So it took, 
the teacher getting tired of grading papers to go back to <laughs> library school. Yeah, it's 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 interesting hearing about people's journeys. Yeah, because libraries do they they're kind of a magnet for all these yeah. different experiences, and there's such a variety in our jobs that right. it's not like you leave teaching behind. No. It just evolves into a different yeah. kind of teaching. You you still, I mean, the staff that I work with, the story time, the ladies who do story time every week, they effortlessly incorporate and weave in those early literacy skills that are so important for our kids beginning to read and and um, just beginning that journey of learning. And so when a storyteller does it well, it's just beautiful to watch. So we have a great staff that is very talented. I appreciate them. They make me look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you all are are awesome, and I I'm curious too with the experience you've had here and the the growth in this area. Yeah. Is that something that you've noticed, like younger families and things? Is that something that a transition or a growth that you've experienced seeing in the library? Yeah, too? we see tons of young families in the children's division. And we also see very plugged in grandparents that know the importance of reading to their kids. And they come in and they're like, I read a book to my kids and I want to share it now with my grandkids. And there's, you know, nine out of 10 times, we know exactly what book they're talking (laughs) about and we can go right to the shelf and pull it for them. But we are seeing you know, just uh, a growth of of families who are using the resources and materials here at the library to work with their own kids and, and to share that love of reading. And since the pandemic, we've tried to spread out all the passive programming, all the activities that families can do in the large open space so they don't feel so claustrophobic and unsafe. So that's what we've tried to do. And I I think we've done a good job of making sure that people are engaged when they're here. So Yeah, yeah. and and you all... I know get to go out to lots of because there's there's yeah. all kinds of fun family things happening yeah. in the community. Um, Claudette, our Spanish services librarian, goes weekly to Lago Vista. Andrea is going to a Homeward Alliance function on December third. We have first grade field trips that are starting back up where students come into the library. They get a library card. They get to check out a book and a story time and tour the library. So it looks different than it did pre-pandemic, and we've had to make some adjustments, but I'm grateful to see that opening up. Yeah, Thompson School District and uh, the library have a, a really great partnership. And we work with Be Ready for the Preschool Fair. We work with other divisions in the city or departments in the city that also deal with uh, children's programming or family programming, like Parks and Rec, Public Works, uh, Cultural Services. So we're always doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, is a good transition for us (laughs) to talk about (laughs) what's coming up with Winter Wonderlight. Yeah. Um, For folks who don't know what that is or maybe have heard about it, but but what what kind of event is this? So Winter Wonderlight is an event put on by Visit Loveland. So you can go to, I think the website is visitloveland.org, and you can see specific details about Winter Wonderlights. The lights are up from now. Now until I think it's January 2nd through January, November 13th through January 2nd. And the lights are set to music. Yeah. And I don't know what the song is or uh, I haven't been out um, to uh, see it yet. It's at Chapunga 
Sculpture Park out at Sentara. And on four nights this holiday season, and I only know the December 11th date because that's when the library is going to be there. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Visit Loveland. I don't know the other dates. But oh, if you that, check their will, website. Yeah, yeah. I'll, and I'll link this in the in the show notes. Okay. So folks who are listening to this, just yeah. check the show notes description and, and there'll okay. be a link that, okay. that takes But I know that the library is going to be there December 11th. And I know that there'll be food trucks. I know there's hot chocolate there. Wow. Uh, there'll be princess meet and greets. Santa will be there. There may be reindeer. There'll be lots of activities. The library will be there and we'll be creating some holiday masterpiece, I'm sure. All right. And then we'll all be watching the lights, uh, dance to the music. Uh, different school groups perform too. So it's it's really a fun way to celebrate the holidays out at Sentara. But in addition to that, the library is going to have Saturday, December 4th, lots of festivities going on that day. Santa will be in the building. Wow. I know. That's pretty darn special. Naughty or nice list, Daniel. <laughs> um, you know, I'm crossing my fingers <laughs> twice. <laughs> my knees, my eyes, but everything I'm crossing. I could always use more coal, too, so <laughs> I'm prepared either way. <laughs> so on uh, December 4th, he'll be here. Santa, the big guy, will be here at 10 and 11 to do a story time. Space is limited because we will be in, inside so get her early and then starting at one o'clock we're going to be decorating cookies all right sugar cookies while supplies last okay and then i the friends of the loveland public library they have their second chapter bookstore and they'll be there and i think they have some festivities going on too there may be music i know uh, the teen advisory board will be doing activities with the teens that day and then adults yeah, are we, handing out we're going swag. to have yes we're going to have some <laughs> grab and go little deer kind of ornaments uh-huh. so something you can Grab the kit. Yeah. Uh, using your library card, you have access to something called Creative Bug. So we'll have a QR code or the the URL so you can go to Creative Bug. And um, get the directions. Yep. Watch the video for how to make it. That's and so cool. you'll have all the supplies there. So you can just grab that, go home, and, and make a cool little deer yeah. ornament. And I mentioned that because you guys were doing a grab and go that the kids should up their craft kits that day because we'll probably be passing more of those out. So I know Sabrina in Children's has been working on a cool holiday craft All right, um, for families to take home too. So we're going to up our game since you guys have <laughs> the reindeer going out. <laughs> All right. We yeah. don't want adults showing us up. <laughs> and then I know there's going to be a Christmas tree and I think that's the Loveland gardeners i may have the name wrong but they'll be selling their ornaments off of that tree too for a fundraiser all right a local non-prof yeah that's yeah. that's a lot of uh-huh. that's a lot of fun stuff that we are going to have our hands into and is this have you all do you know has winter wonder lights is this something that's been happening for uh, visit loveland has been doing this for quite a few years okay i don't know the exact year number but i know that Prior to the pandemic, we had been like at least three years. Okay. But we were in a nice, toasty, warm igloo. And this year we're going to be out in the elements. <laughs> Maybe we'll That's have okay. s- some good weather that day. You think? Uh, 
Well, you know, <laughs> that's what, when I go to visit Santa, I don't know if yeah. I'm allowed to, but I would ask him for good weather. That <laughs> would be my, weather. yeah. <laughs> I noticed you said the pronoun, you use the pronoun we. So that means you're going to be there December 11th? <laughs> <laughs> Outside? Yeah, I'll have a cat on a leash. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> I'll save you a coffee or a hot cocoa. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and some winter wool. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then don't forget that there's lights around the lagoon by the library this holiday season. And this if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> this week <laughs> is the kickoff for the story walk that's yeah. happening. So uh, you and your family bundle up, of course, and head down to the lagoon and see the lights. And on each light post is a sign, a story walk sign, pages from a book, The Missing Mitten Mystery by Stephen Kellogg. So while you're enjoying the lights, you can read a story and try to figure out the caper of the missing mitten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. So that's going on down by the lagoon. And then, of course, on 4th Street, you've got the Christmas tree that's all lit up in front of the Rialto. So be sure to take that in, too, and enjoy the sights of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So lots going on. There is lots going on. Is there any stuff after the new year or things things ongoing that people might want to be aware about that's, that's happening in children? Yeah. In children's, we've got some great brain boxes for you to check out that go from birth up till elementary school. Um, so come check those out. I'm trying to think of programming that we've got going on besides Santa's visit on December 4th. <laughs> we have Kids 365. It's the holiday edition. So every month we do a reading program and you set the goal with your child. And we said 30 minutes a day reading 30 minutes a day. But if your your child is two, if you want to do five minutes a day, if you just want to do two books a day, however you want to set the goal, set the goal. And then there's some other activities for you to do. Like in November, there was rake leaves. So trying to get your family to do things together. Sometimes it's been wash the dishes. Maybe for the holiday edition, it's wrap a present for oh, a friend yeah. or a family member, help decorate the tree, make a snow angel. I don't know exactly what the other activities are, but I know reading is the top one. And each day that you do an activity or two, at the end of the month, you bring in, and it's a paper log that you can pick up in Children's at the Children's Customer Service Desk. You bring it in at the end of December, beginning of January, and you get to go home with a free book. Sponsored by our friends of the Loveland Public Library, they provide us with the financial support to purchase the prize books because I take for granted that everyone has a home library, and that's not the case. And it's so important to have a library at home. So this is our way of helping establish it or to add to it so that kids have those books in their hands and ready to read. Yeah, that's, that's uh -huh. amazing. And this holiday edition, I'm so glad you brought this up. We're going to do a drawing for an Ozobot. So once you complete your holiday edition, Kids 365, your name will go into the drawing. And one of the options is an Ozobot robot. You can Google that if you don't know it. <laughs> Ice skating at Sentara. 
Wow. Um, a gift card for that. And then a gift card for shopping at the Second Chapter Bookstore. Oh, very cool. From our friends. Yeah. Um, and then there's a parent drawing because parents deserve prizes too. They do. Um, so uh, there's a book. <laughs> <laughs> We're a library. We're going to give a book. <laughs> that's right. Um, that they can put their name into the drawing because, you know, it's the whole family that's enjoying reading. So parents should be surprised with a, a little prize also. Uh, so come and check that out. For the new year, we have an author coming in March, Rafael Lopez, who is the illustrator for Chief Justice Sonia Sotomayor's book. And do not ask me the title of the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By before March, we will know. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have someone will from have children's. It rolling off of yeah. my tongue. But he has written and illustrated quite a few, and he will will be visiting Truscott Elementary, our dual one of our dual language schools here at in Thompson School District. And then he's going to do an evening program at the Beat on um, murals and and painting murals in community murals and getting the community involved. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's real excited. That's going to be yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah, it'd be great to have him do a mural in the library. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I can afford that. <laughs> you know, it might that... be Daniel doing the mural. <laughs> sure, or uh, that'll be my second thing that I yeah. ask Santa for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we're excited about some of those things. Yeah, coming yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. And yeah. I, I'll also I'll put a link to uh, the Friends website so people mm-hmm. can learn more about what the Friends do. Yeah. and if they want to be a friend of the library, yeah, because the that's... Friends always needs more friends. Yes, you can never have too many friends. <laughs> yeah, I can't have too many friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then before we wrap things up, I. I like to ask people what we're what, reading. Yeah. What are you reading or what, or what do you like to read? Okay. Now, remember I told you I was married to a history nerd. Yes. And so I asked him about the ship kind of, it was a luxury liner. This was set during World War II, the Wilhelm Gustloff. Mm-hmm. He didn't know anything about it. So I was reading Ruta Sepetti's book, Salt to the Sea. And it's a teen, shout out to my young adult fiction, yeah. historical fiction about World War II. And it was at the end of the war when the Russians are moving into Germany and the Germans are trying to move the refugees out of harm's way. And so they overloaded the boat, the Wilhelm Gustav, and a Russian submarine sunk it. Wow. And out of the 10,000 people on board, 9,000 died. It was a boat equipped for 2,000. <laughs> oh, jeez. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's and, wild. And um, the people that survived said it was, you know, days, weeks, and you would still... I'm, I'm sure it was like this for the Titanic, too. You would still see bodies coming up on shore. So pretty frightening. But the main characters in there are a German soldier who is definitely not a Hitler supporter. And he worked with the art. Um, how I don't know who the leader of the Germans was that stole the art. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with the Amber Room. So you need to Google that. Because okay. they don't know where the if it's been destroyed or if it's just been lost, buried somewhere and lost in a bunker or something, the Amber Room. And then there was a Lithuanian nurse. And then this group of misfits was able to smuggle a Polish girl on board the ship who was about to give birth. So just an incredible story of, like I said, misfits bringing people together. Yeah. And 
Well, I won't tell you the end at all. <laughs> I almost did. But it's a great historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. And I love the World War II time period. I still love Lois Lowry's Number of the Stars. Mm-hmm. And I love, and I can't remember the author, but the junior fiction book, The War That Saved My Life. And that's just within the last five years that that book has come out too. So Number of the Stars, The War That Saved My Life, and The Salt to the Sea are some of my favorites yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah I love s- a good historical fiction. <laughs> yeah, I'll have links to those in our catalog so people can yeah and and they tried to cover up the sinking so you don't hear much about the ship at all and my husband didn't know anything about it and if you ask him now he will tell me to shut up (laughs) that's not a nice word kids i'm sorry but he does not want to hear any more about the wilhelm (laughs) gusloff well if he's ever on the podcast i'll make sure i avoid that at all costs (laughs) he does not want to hear about it ever again that book does sound yeah that sounds like a real kind of interesting thrill ride of historical fiction and it's definitely young adult yeah so yeah shout out to her yeah everyone loves i'm mm-hmm. reading young adult for the podcast so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's got some good stuff well yeah. and then real quickly there are three of us from children's miss cindy miss monique and myself who are gonna do a kind of a gifts guide to okay. books for the holiday and we're just gonna um create a video and post it and it'll be posted in december um on the website but we're gonna list a few of our favorite picture books for gifts that you might want, some nonfiction, and then I'm in charge of the fiction. So I've been reading some good okay. fiction. Yeah. Is, is that going to be on, on our YouTube page? Or yeah, is that, okay. it will be. Okay. So yeah, um, we haven't taped that yet, and I don't know when we're doing that, but it'll be up there. So if parents want to give the gift of reading this holiday season, there are some suggestions for them Okay, on great. Yeah. yeah. And our, our library's website, at the very bottom, there is a, a link right there. You'll see the little YouTube. For Yeah, Yeah. you can just jump on there and and keep your eye out in December for that. Yeah. All right. I'm excited about it. Yeah, that sounds I always try to give a book for the holidays. Yeah. And I hit some winners and then (laughs) 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 not every day has my taste. Yeah. Yeah. You you never know, but yeah. That's that's the fun thing about books is that until you crack that open and read. Right. It might be your next favorite book. I know. Or it might be one that you, yeah, doesn't do it for you. But yeah. you never know until you try it. Yeah. Well, thank you for inviting yeah, me. Yeah, thanks, was Beth. Fun, thanks Daniel. for being here. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun, too. Glad you came on. Woo-hoo! We'll, of course, have you back on. And... Maybe with Rafael Lopez. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Be very cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. And I will talk to you all later. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. If you'd like to contact us about the podcast, please reach out to the host, Daniel Tate, at daniel.tate at cityofloveland.org. That's D-A-N-I-E-L dot T-A-T-E at cityofloveland.org. See you next time.